0: following is a presentation of the new skin BYU Sports Network. BYU Cougars basketball is on the air.
1: No look behind the back to Robinson for three and that goes Jackson Robinson.
0: This is Cougar pregame live brought to you by Mountain America the official credit union of BYU athletics to get you ready for BYU versus Utah. Here's your host Ben Bagley.
2: And good late afternoon, BYU basketball fans, and welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the 14th ranked BYU Cougars travel 45 minutes north to face the rival Utah Utes in what is, we like to call, a rivalry game. BYU-Utah, it's fantastic. This, tonight's game will be the last time. This is the nation's 14th longest Division I men's basketball rivalry game. This will be the last time for the foreseeable future. It will be played in a non-conference setting as the Utes will join the Cougars next year in the Big 12 Conference. This will be the 254th game between BYU and Utah with BYU holding the lead in the series, 134-129, to and they have won three of the last four and 12 of the last 16 games against the Utes. So the Cougars having a little bit of a high point here within in the rivalry against the University of Utah. Utah comes into tonight's game 6-2 and two on the season and on a three-game win streak having just edged out Southern Utah on Tuesday, 88-86 in a two-point victory at the Huntsman Center. BYU enters tonight's game undefeated, coming off a 41-point win over Evansville. Jackson Robinson led the Cougars in scoring, coming off the bench with 19 in the win. The early season success has the spotlight on BYU right now. The Cougars are 14th in the AP poll, tied for 13th in the coaches poll. They're 6th in the Ken Palm rankings. And just earlier this week, they were first in the NCAA net rankings, which is what the committee looks at going into Selection Sunday. So that's a good spot to be if your BYU Set you up for success going into conference schedule and hopefully in March. Uh, I sat down earlier this week with BYU assistant coach Cody Feeger for our pregame conversation, and I started by asking Coach Feeger, with all the early season accolades and rankings as a coach, are you trying to quiet the noise coming from the outside, or are you using it? As motivation going forward.
3: It is, you know, we have three games in a row, obviously the other night, Southern Utah tonight against BYU. And a week from now, uh, after fi- you know, during finals week at the end of that thing, Utah Valley, and it is different and it's certainly different in our state, but it's, it's like that everywhere. When you have rivalry games and in-state teams, and you just always see, um, I would say, you know, the in-state guys, the Utah kids, I think really play at a different level. And, uh, and it's just something different about it. And then, of course, with BYU, you know, uh, Mark and I have been talking. I think it's really important to keep this long-standing standing, um, tradition alive. And, of course, now next year, hopefully we'll be able to play each other twice in the same league. And I think yeah. that's awesome for everybody.
1: You come in six and two. uh, You played in a really good field tournament down in Charleston. Took a couple of losses there. Since then, three.
2: All right, a little bit of a miscue there. That's not Cody Figger. Maybe we'll get that interview coming up in a little bit later as I talk to him. Cody's interesting because he's Coach Figger's interesting. He's had he's got a long-standing history in this rivalry game with Utah. He's had experience at Utah previously under Rick Majerus and two stints at BYU, so he's very familiar with that. If we get a chance to hear that conversation I had with him a little bit earlier this week, you'll hear some of his conversation about what this game means, what it's going to mean in the future for BYU and Utah. As it becomes a conference rivalry, and kind of the importance of the success right now for BYU that they've had in an early season setting, I want to say a big congratulations to the BYU women who just moments ago finished off a victory at the Marriott Center. They beat Boise State 65 to 50 in that game. Hey, coming up next, we'll head to the Marriott Center for a courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar pregame live continues in a moment on the new skin BYU Sports Network
0: here's ben bagley with more mountain america cougar pregame live on the new skin byu sports network
2: and welcome back into cougar pregame live presented by mountain america the official credit union of byu athletics it's time for our courtside conversation with the one the only mark durant mark how are you
4: Man, I'm doing I'm doing as well as I can do uh, in this building. I've got a lot of uh, deep-seated emotions and uh, trauma. <laughs> I might not be feeling too good here, but uh, I'm I'm seeing a, a sea of blue shirts filling in the formerly curtained areas of this building, and it's giving me some comfort. So, and I got Greg next to me, so it's
2: it's all good. Greg is a good comfort blanket. I mean, he's he, he, he he's. Yes. You can take Greg on an airplane as a service human, and you'll be just fine. <laughs> uh, hey, let's start. Let's start with the rivalry, Mark. I mean, you've had experience as a player and as a broadcaster in this rivalry. Tell. Let, let's go back through the Mark Durant history banks, and let's say what is the most memorable moment of the rivalry for you?
4: Well, I've had a lot. I mean, it, it's tough to have a good. Uh, good moment in this building but there's been some I I remember growing up I grew up in Salt Lake and so my brother Devin played and I'd lived and died with the, the results of this game as a child and remember Devin and Danny and that group playing against Chambers and Brains and Mannion and Hendricks and, and during all those years so I, that's how I got introduced to the rivalry it was amazing great games great teams and then got to play in the rivalry I remember Robbie Reed hitting a deep three here to to win the game in this building. That was probably the highlight of my BYU Utah rivalry stories. Was Robbie hitting that and coming out coming out with a win there, and and then you know calling the games over the years. It's it's certainly been up and down. Uh, Utah was very good to start when I started calling these, and then BYU was very good, Uh, and and BYU's had the edge the last. seven eight years i think but uh i think it's about to enter a whole new era in this rivalry ben that uh, you know you're back in the same conference playing home and away every year and uh and i can already see the excitement you know byu's got a lot of fans because of how they're playing and it's been a few last few times in this building actually the attendance has been pretty sparse which seemed crazy to me but I think we're going to have a packed house tonight. A lot of BYU fans interested. I think going forward, uh, this this rivalry will have a resurgence because of the, the games will matter more. Uh, they'll both be in the same conference. It, it'll be a bigger deal and kind of get back to, to those games of my youth, which I like. I like it when both teams are good and we have really good basketball to watch here uh, in the state of Utah.
2: No, I that was going to be my follow-up question. Maybe we'll just dive into it a little bit deeper. Like, the rivalry is always a fun game. It's always fun, whether at football, basketball base, it doesn't matter. BYU-Utah rivalry. Ro- like, I didn't grow up in the middle of it. I grew up in a, a Utah State Aggie. I watched it from afar. But having been in sports journalism in Utah and Salt Lake City and Provo for the past 25 years of my life, I have grown to absolutely love anytime BYU and Utah play. And while it's still heated. It's still I mean, both teams want to win this game no matter where it's played There's a different amount of emotion and a different sense to these games when it is a conference game And so going forward starting next year when you're playing one down in Provo one in Salt Lake City Like how does that change things going forward for this
4: game? Well, the home court advantage is just so enormous in college basketball. And, uh, you know, I, was te- I played at Provo High School, and, and Timbu and Provo played last night. Bulldogs had a great win in overtime, but I only bring that up because in high school we would play at the other opponent, but then in my, my senior year we played at the Marriott Center. And as cool as it was to play there, it was, wasn't was the same. You, you, it was such a big advantage and such a neat atmosphere when you were at someone else's place. And and uh, and so BYU's played Utah and the, de- the Delta Center and other places. But I-, I like it when each team gets a shot on their home court because it's such a, a big deal. And it's so hard to win. It just makes it that much more special when you do win. And uh, and so I think, I think that's a great part of, of what's happening in the future is each team will get a shot. You're not at some neutral site. This is how the rivalry was meant to be played, and then you see what where the chips fall. But uh, I, I just love the environment you get, whether it's at the Merit Center or the Huntsman Center. That's what college basketball is all about. And you know, you talk about rivalries. It's, it, this really is one of the best in the country. You have all the kind of the the holy war side of it and all that, but just the schools being so close and fans living amongst other fans. It just doesn't happen that much. Maybe Duke, North Carolina the proximity and all of that but it, it's a really special rivalry that was on a little bit of life support but now i think is, is
2: coming back I'm, I'm excited for it yeah no doubt about it like i said i, I like this game no matter where it's played even if it's played in the, the cement court in my backyard let's just play this game let's, let's just enjoy it in, in, in any way that we can hey let's talk about byu's early season success i mean number one in the net rankings, number 14 in the AP, uh, six in Ken Palm the other day. I haven't, I haven't updated that yet today, but the success that they've had in uh, in every aspect of the season, undefeated thus far, uh, eight in Ken Palm today, uh, as a matter of fact. What has been the earliest surprise, not necessarily with the numbers and the rankings, but about this team in general to you, Mark? well i'd hope that they'd shoot as
4: well as they are and they are doing that but what's been most impressive to me is is how they've defended the, the ball and they're destroying teams but scoring a lot of points and, the, and their opponents are not scoring a lot of points the point differential is pretty spectacular at this point and uh they're scoring defenses actually the three-point the defense is excellent they're rebounding so the defense and rebounding uh, has kind of, I guess, been what has surprised me with how dominant they've been. I I knew they had a lot of weapons, that they would shoot a lot of threes, and I, I thought that they would shoot better from three this year, and, and they're doing that, and that, that's nice, but, man, they're, they're they're not a one-dimensional team at all. They're doing it on both ends of the floor efficiently, and uh, they play with a lot of fire, a lot of swagger, and so I think that's probably the biggest surprise with how good they are defensively. As good as we've talked about how they are offensively, but the way they've rebounded, and play defense has been equal to that and uh, there's just not a lot of weaknesses on this team you go down their team stats and there's just not a lot of weaknesses now Utah are going to do their very best to find some and weaknesses become exposed when you're on the road and BYU has not played a true road game in in this kind of environment so we'll see if how well they've done so far continues to happen and and to be able to stack up uh, in, in this type of environment. But this is what they need. This is the game they need because uh, not too long, you know, less than a month away, they're going to be playing road games in the Big 12. And that's going to be something. That's going to be a whole different ball of wax. And they, they need to be ready. To be thrown into that environment. So they're not being thrown into a in the deep end without you know, Prepared for it. So as, as much as I'd like this game to be in the Merritt Center I think BYU probably run away with it in the Merritt Center. This is the game they need they need to be on the road here in this building
2: Yeah, it's interesting uh, well, Jerem Jordan on BYU Sports Nation has been joking that they're BYU's doing the St. Mary style schedule where everything's in the state of Utah and This is their one ro- road game uh, But it is a big road game but, like, my biggest surprise kind of goes hand-in-hand yours. And what I think bodes well for BYU in this game tonight is, is the old mantra the defense travels. The, you can, you get, offense sometimes will struggle in another arena, but defense is effort. And the other part, the surprise for me for this team is how physical they've been. And most of that's on the defensive end, but it's on both sides. Physicality and effort also travels. So BYU continue to be as defensive as they've been, which travels because most defense is mostly effort, and the, as physical as they've been to this point, I think that bodes well for BYU today. Would you agree? Absolutely, I, you know,
4: Utah what they bring to the table is size tallest team in the country. They're big It's gonna be hard to, to score in the paint. They're gonna try and push BYU around now BYU hasn't backed down from anyone and they've been the aggressor in their game So they need to continue to do that one of the things I am worried about uh, if you know boost stop not, not playing is because of the size and because Utah likes to pound it in the paint, that there may be some foul trouble issues. I I hope the referees let them play a little bit, let them them be physical uh, and not get, whether it's uh, Ali Khalifa or Atiki or Noah Waterman into foul trouble because that that could be really problematic for BYU without uh, Fusini right now. So got to be physical, but also got to be smart and, and not get into foul trouble.
2: All right, Mark, thanks so much. We'll let you go. We'll hear from you and Greg here in about uh, 10 minutes from now. All right, thanks a lot, Ben. All right, that's Mark Duran with our courtside conversation. We'll hear from him and Greg Rebel here in about 10 minutes here. Uh, on on Cougar Pre-Game Live. Go to your big O-T- go to big O-Tire.com and make an appointment with one of the 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. After a quick timeout, we'll look at some scores around college hoops and we'll also hear that interview with Cody Fieger as we get you ready for BYU on the road, taking on the rival University of Utah Utes. You're listening to Cougar Pre-Game Live on the new skin BYU Sports Network
0: with more mountain america cougar pregame live here's ben bagley
2: welcome back to cougar pregame live presented by mountain america the official credit union of byu athletics we're getting you ready for the 14th ranked byu cougars as they take a road trip in the rivalry game to face the Utah Utes. Cody Figures played, on, or he's coached on both sides of that rivalry at Utah under Rick Majerus and now at BYU in his second stint in, at BYU with Mark Pope. I sat down with him earlier this week, and I started with the early season accolades that this Cougar team has got and asked him as a coach, are you trying to quiet that noise or use it as motivation?
5: Really, too. This is BYU Radio on KBYU FM. Tell the guys like how great of a job they're doing, right, and that people are noticing. And I know they're hearing it from everybody, also. But we do, we do talk about it a little bit. Um, But we, uh, the biggest thing we try to get from that is tell them why we're getting noticed, what we're doing as a team, what we're doing as a program, and what what makes us nationally nationally relevant right now. And and that's the things we focus on is why they're talking about us. What 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 are we really doing as a team to, to get that done?
2: Early in this season, I mean, it still is early. It feels like it's been going for a while, but it still is early. What has been the best, most pleasant surprise of the season to you?
5: I would say, you know, this has been, you know, we started this kind of last year, so it's been like a, you know, year and a half, two-year project of – you know, stuff we saw a lot, us making shots, us playing unselfish, things like that. Um, you know, our rebounding drills, our physicality in games. So it's really just good to see because we saw it sometimes in practices last year. And, you know, when we went to Europe, we we saw some physicality and, and shooting and unselfishness. And so it really hasn't been a huge surprise, I guess. Um But it's just it's good to see us being able to do it every game game in game out, Um, you know, doing it together. Uh, But I would say, you know, the consistency of it that that's been a little surprising. Just how great we've been consistently doing that that that's been that's been awesome because we saw it a ton last year, just at different spots, and then this year it's just been all day, every day, practice, games. Doesn't matter what it is, and our guys are bringing that unselfish. Attitude and physicality.
2: You mentioned this has been like a two-year process for you guys seeing the seeing this come to a fruition on this team. You see glimpses of the last year, you see it in Europe on a short span. When did you realize that this was going to be a consistent thing? When did, did you realize as a coaching staff that switch, it's been
5: flipped? I think uh our last game here. No, it's it's just <laughs> something we're, you know, it's still like you said, early in the season, right? And I would say You know, the first couple months of practice, we saw it every day and like it was like a month straight when we're like, man, we haven't had a bad practice. And, you know, not saying we didn't shoot it great all the time or things like that, but our guys brought it every single day and just, you know, they heard all the outside noise and things like that, too. And our guys were just focused on like, you know what, I'm going to just live in this gym and, you know, just kind of saw it throughout that, you know, training camp practices and, and in Europe. Like, like I said, it wasn't like a day where I was like, oh, man, that was a bad practice, or this kid didn't work hard, or this and that. We just didn't have any of that, and we're like, okay, we got we got something good here.
2: Let's talk about this game tonight, BYU versus Utah. You're a guy who's been about 18 years of coaching experience in the state of Utah, not from the state of Utah, but you've got that experience in the state. Uh, some of that was at Utah under Rick Majeris, and you've about seven or eight years of that's been here at BYU, so you're familiar with his rivalry. What does it mean to you as, as, as a coach who's coached in both sides of this rivalry? What does it mean to you?
5: Oh man. What does it mean to me? Um, it's something that I'm glad that we're playing every year. You know, I'm glad that it's a, it's a game every year because it is a special game. Like it's two, two teams that, you know, the fans dislike each other a, a lot. We've got our players that know each other that, you know, playing Drew Lee or playing the, uh, whatever that league's called the powder, powder league. Um, our guys all have great relationships with guys up there. Um, you know, I've got good friends up there. Um, it's, it's just a, it's a special game and, and I'm happy it's played every year. Like that's, that's the most important thing. And, you know, I've got great friends on both sides. Um, and I'm really looking forward to competing. Um, it's just, it's just a fun game, fun atmosphere. And, you know, guys are playing, playing their hearts out to win it. It's 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 tremendous.
2: I'm going to break a cardinal rule here with coaches here because I'm going to I'm going to skip and not even go one game at a time. I'm going to go next season. So we're looking ahead to next season, when this is a conference rivalry, is there is there more spice on it when it is a conference rivalry or when it's just like, hey, this is a one off. It's just we get one chance to prove it, and that's it.
5: I I think the the conference will be awesome. Right, playing up there and playing here every year, I think that's that's going to be incredible. Like that's exactly what we want. Um, and it's being in a league; it just means more, right? It just means more. You know, push come to shove, because you know, one game a year, it's great and all, but in a league where every single game matters, it it just means more at the end of the day. So that that'll be fun.
2: I'm gonna get you out the door with this question. Uh, you go in this lot, You go in the locker room. You're looking around, and, and there's guys in that locker room who've experienced and grown up on this rivalry. They understand it. But you look at a guy like Ali Khalifa. Do you try to explain to him what this game's going to be like, or what this experience is going to be like, or do you just let him learn by himself?
5: Uh, you know, we'll talk a little bit about it. Um, but at the end of the day, the main things that we try to focus on, both offensively and defensively, is what makes us great and focus on getting better than we were last game at those things and you know those are the main things because our guys are going to be hyped enough to to play they're going to be hyped enough to play right now Um, so our biggest thing is just being being them keeping them focused their energy on the things that matter to win this game Um, so that that's the biggest thing and you know like I said we'll talk a little bit about it but we'll be like all right I know you're focused. I know you got great energy right now. I know you want to fight. I know you want all that stuff. But let's let's put that focus somewhere exactly on what helps us win and, and play at a really high level.
2: All right, that's Cody Feger from earlier this week as we get you ready for BYU versus Utah. Coming up next, we'll send you to the Marriott Center. For the Cougar pregame game Coaches Show with Gregor Bell, you're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Zions Bank, for 150 years of helping you succeed, Zions Bank is for you. Let's take you courtside and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Good afternoon Cougar basketball fans. Happy holidays and welcome courtside inside the Huntsman Center in Salt Lake City as tonight 14th ranked and undefeated BYU puts its perfect record on the line in a rivalry game at Utah. 8-0 BYU taking on 6-2 running Utes of Utah. Utah's won three games in a row after dropping back-to-back games a couple of weeks ago. I'm Greg Rubel. I'll have your play-by-play call tonight joined on the headset by the beloved former BYU Iron man Mark Durant. And uh, Mark, BYU's already passed a number of tests in this young season. The Cougars have beaten the top 25 team. They've beaten two power conference teams. They've dealt with key injuries, and they've done it all while rising to the top of multiple national rankings. But the one thing BYU's yet to do is win a game on someone else's home floor, and the first chance to do that comes tonight on the Hill.
4: Yeah, what an opportunity. BYU's put themselves in a great spot, uh, getting a lot of attention, getting rankings, all the all the good things that come with winning. But like you said, this will be a real test for BYU to have to play on the road in this build Trust me, this is as hard a place to play as any in the country, any that you're going to face in the Big 12. Utah's big, strong. They're going to want to get this from you. They want to take away all those good things that are happening for you, Greg. And this BYU team clearly is a very good team, Greg. But as you know, in, in the Mark Durant Book of Basketball, Chapter 2, Verse 9, it says that good teams win basketball games. Great teams win games on the road. This is a chance for this team, which we think is very good, to really show us just how good and maybe great that they are. All right, that is Mark
1: Durant. The other Mark, Mark Pope, is coming up as my pregame conversation with BYU's head coach comes your way after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: It's time to hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope as we return to the Zions Bank Cougar Pre-Game Show. Here's Greg Rubel.
1: BYU and Utah coming up just after the top of the hour in the 264th all-time meeting between the Cougars and the Utes on the hardwoods. Starting next season, this could be and likely will certainly be uh, a twice-annual event. Uh, No details on the future Big 12 schedules yet, but BYU will be playing certain conference opponents multiple times each season, and fair to say both sides would be in favor of a yearly home-and-home in Provo and Salt Lake City, so look for that, which is what we've always been accustomed to uh, when BYU and Utah have been in the same league, and they will be starting next year. Time now for my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank for 150 years. Zions Bank has been serving the communities where you live, work, and play for financial Experience you can count on for the next 150 years. Zions Bank is for you. This evening, I asked Coach Pope about uh, taking uh, taking on one of the tallest teams in the country, a team that hopes to have uh, one of its two seven footers back in the starting lineup tonight after Brandon Carlson missed the Southern Utah win on Tuesday.
6: Well, there's, there's a lot, but you, you know, you, you point out what is true is that they're the tallest team in, in all of college basketball right now. Uh, and they're doing a lot of things really well. They sh- they're they shooting it great from the three-point line. They're really effective in transition. They've gotten the free-throw line 60 more times than their opponent. Uh, so they have a lot of things that are working for them really, really well, uh, as well as kind of being really, really solid on the defensive end. So they pose a bunch of challenges that we're really excited about trying to figure out.
1: Brandon Carlson, apparently a game-time decision, but after not playing on Tuesday, we'd expect to see him back in the lineup on the weekend.
6: Yeah, and he's a—you know, he's a— proven uh, commodity all pack 12 for two straight years now uh, fifth years uh you know fifth year of playing experience of covet fifth year who's who's uh, been doing a great job for a long time and he's he's playing better than he's ever played before
1: bringing a second seven footer into the equation changes carlson's look a little bit what do you get out of lovering at uh, in the poster
6: yeah lovering's really really physical really really long uh and him and K. keda who's been playing incredible the last couple of games uh they're a really formidable force at the five the two of them and and then you know when they want to go small, they can move uh, Brandon Carlson to the to the to the five. Uh, so they've got a pretty lethal combination that's been serving them really well.
1: They've been giving up a lot of three looks though.
6: Yeah, um, they are. You know, but that's uh, sometimes that can be a deceiving number. Um, their defense has been really solid to the point that sometimes it leaves teams with their last gasp is to, mm-hmm. is to get up a three point shot. Um, they, they they're they, you know they've been really committed to not fouling. They don't give you points at the free throw line. They're really solid in transition. Uh, and they really, really do guard the yard well. Um, they are bigger, so if you can get them in defensive rotation, sometimes they can be a little bit late, but that's challenging to do.
1: Three-pointers, meantime, are your first gasp. That's what yep. you're looking for.
6: <laughs> yeah, we we, are, we eat, dream, you know, eat, sleep, and dream, uh, you know ex- extending this floor as far as we can. This 27 by 50 is really important to us, and, and um, so – uh, it's it's a really important part of our game, and we have to earn, but we have to earn good ones also. You know, we got to earn them in transition. We got to earn them through driving kicks. We got to earn them through paint touches. Um, and and the guys have been successful doing that, and and that's going to be a key to our performance as we move throughout the season.
1: Down a big body, your big three, if you will, in Noah Ali and Atiki, uh, become really important today.
6: Yeah, they're really important. Uh, just trying to match up with the physicality, um, not just in the post. This team works the post more than anybody we've played so far this season. Um, but also on the glass uh, is going to be really, really important. So um, we're going to have to be incredibly physical and early and dominant and do it uh, with five guys every single time.
1: Okay, this will likely be uh, maybe even a twice-annual game moving forward, presuming they, they keep it as a rivalry. Yeah. So this is something we'll be getting used to here, this building.
6: Yeah, it's a, and it's a good thing. It's a good thing for, for Utah. It's, uh, the state of Utah, it's a good thing for our fans. Uh, it's a good thing for travel uh, situations as the Big 12 continues to expand. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we look forward to it. Coach, good luck on this one. We'll talk to you game. Thanks, my friend. All right.
1: All right, that's Mark Pope leading us into tonight's Keys to the Game, brought to you by your local Ford stores, BYU Basketball, Built Ford Proud. Mark Durant, what are your keys for the Cougars and the Utes?
4: Well, about the size that Coach Pope was talking about, I think it's important not, not to get into foul trouble. Ali Khalifa, Tiki, and Noah need to stay out of foul trouble because Utah's coming at you in the paint. And uh, secondly, I think because Utah's not a great three-point Defensive team, BYU's all about the three. I think for them to win this game, they need to double the amount of makes from the three point line as the youth. All right. Double the amount of three makes and stay out of foul
1: trouble with your Biggs. And you're you're good. If that happens, you're good. Trust me. As we go to break, we remind you to go to bigotires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust the BYU store Cougar tip-off show coming up next live from the Huntsman Center in Salt Lake City on the new skin BYU sports network
0: this is the Cougar tip-off show brought to you by the BYU store official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere The Cougar Tip-Off show is also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic taste of BYU ice cream, now also in a convenient pint. Also brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. Let's head live to the All-Pro Capital courtside seats alongside Mark Durant. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel
1: once again Cougar Nation. Welcome back courtside inside the Huntsman Center in Salt Lake City. They say it's a sellout for BYU and Utah. We'll see how much red and how much blue we see in the stands tonight as this in-state rivalry is renewed with BYU seeking to remain one of the nation's few undefeated teams. This is the BYU Store Cougar tip-off show. Brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubell and Mark Durant with you for play-by-play and commentary. Our studio host is Ben Bagley. Coordinating producer is Terry South. Control board operators are Seth Larson, Derek Dungan, and Maya Tippett Kaylee Radford is our studio editor. Our BYU radio engineer is Barry Squires. You're tuned in on the new skin. BYU Sports Network, led by our satellite radio flagship, Sirius XM 143 and our over-the-air flagship KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We're also on the BYU Radio app and at byuradio.org. The season is still relatively young. BYU roughly a quarter of the way through the regular season, but through its outstanding play, BYU's ranked in the top 10 in about 20 key national stats. From scoring margin all the way down to fast break points, but there's no doubt what BYU's doing with the three-point shot is garnering the most attention. BYU leads the nation in three-point attempts and three-point makes per game. BYU's three-point attempt rate of 49% would obliterate BYU's previous season record. And at the same time, BYU also happens to lead the nation in three-point defense. Mark, if you're better at making threes than any other team and you're allowing a th- lower percentage of threes than any other team... You're probably winning and winning well,
4: big. Listen, I was an e- English major because I didn't want to have to do math. But I think that, that's a pretty good mathematical formula to win games. And not just win games, but just demolish teams. I mean, that's why you're seeing these point spreads is because BYU shooting from the three. What other teams are, are making from the two? And they're making 10, 15 more threes than the other team. It just, It's just a, a unique way to go and to be number one in the country. There's like seven thousand teams it seems like in, <laughs> in basketball. You know, if, to be number one in anything, you really have to be doing something unique, radical, unusual. And that's what this B O U team's doing. It it's a it's a innovative crazy type of approach from Mark Polk, but man, it's working, and and we'll see if it works on the road against Utah, but man, it's so far so good.
1: Coming up after this break, we'll hear from Utah head coach Craig Smith as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show continues from the Huntsman Center in Salt Lake on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. All
1: right, the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show getting you set for BYU and Utah here in Salt Lake City. BYU has won the last three games in this series, five of the last six, 12 of the last 16, and 15 of the last 20. BYU 8-0 and on the season. Utah comes in 6-2. and BYU top 10 in Ken Palm. Utah top 50. BYU number one in the net. This will be a quad one game for BYU as Utah Welcome is ranked 49th in the net. Away games against teams ranked 1-75 to 75 are all backs. quad one they games, and as of today, BYU is slated to play 12, 12 to quad one games, with, tw- with uh, most time. of them coming, of course, in Big 10 they to Big, the Big 12 play. Next year, BYU and be Utah be is a Big 12 game. By as for three, tonight, BYU-Utah simply an in-state game. Of course, there's nothing ordinary about these games, and Utah is playing the second of three consecutive in-state affairs. You'd beat Southern Utah on Tuesday and we'll next welcome Utah Valley to the Huntsman Center and in my pregame conversation with Utah head coach Craig Smith he acknowledged that there will always be something different and special about these in-state games
3: it is you know we have three games in a row obviously the other night Southern Utah tonight against BYU and a week from now uh, after fi- you know during finals week at the end of that thing Utah Valley and it is different and it's certainly different in our state, but it's it's like that everywhere. When you have rivalry games and in-state teams, and you just always see, um, I would say, you know, the in-state guys, the Utah kids, I think, really play at a different level. And uh, and it's just something different about it. And then, of course, with BYU, you know, uh, Mark and I have been talking. I think it's really important to keep this long-standing standing, standing um, tradition alive. And of course, now next year, hopefully we'll be able to play each other twice in the same league. And I think yeah. that's awesome for everybody.
1: You come in six and two and uh, you played in a really good field tournament down in Charleston, took a couple of losses there. Since then, three wins in a row. What's, uh, what's maybe the common thread tying this recent run of success together for you?
3: Well, it was a great event. Uh, I like our team. We've had to battle some injuries like everybody does. It's how it goes. But we had a great field down there. Had an excellent win against Wake Forest. Uh, took on number six at that time, Houston. It was a tie game with six minutes to go. We just didn't we didn't finish the deal. Uh, and then St. John's is good. I'd be shocked if they're not going to make the NCAA tournament. They're a good team. Haven't lost since that event. So that that hardened us up a bit, you know. Then we had about four or five practices in between before St. Mary's. At, uh, you know, going to St. Mary's where we were able to fine tune and just get better. It was good to get back home. You know, we've had a we've only played three home games. You know, and it's December you know, whatever it is today, ninth. And so that's not normal, you know, for a, a power five school, I guess you could say. You know, you come again playing a team like BYU tonight, uh, number one in the net. Uh, I mean, it's a quad one game. So this will be another great game in so many levels of this rivalry.
1: Both BYU and Utah win their last game, missing an important player. Uh, BYU without Fusani Traor. You played without Brandon Carlson for the first time. Are you hoping to have him against BYU?
3: Well, we're always hoping to have him, Greg. Uh, he's such a great player, just such a unique player that you don't always run into. You know, a two-time All-Pac-12 player, can make threes, can score on the block, has really become a good passer. Obviously, at seven, you know, a seven-foot, legit seven-foot play in the four spot, which is new for him. Uh, it'll be a game-time decision, and we'll just see how things uh, uh, look for him as we get closer to the game.
1: All right, items on the to-do list uh, when scouting for
3: BYU, some generalities maybe. Well, where do we start? Cause they do a lot of different things and kudos to them. I got to tell you, I'm super impressed. Uh, they look good. It's not just cause they're undefeated. I mean, they've handled their business in every way, shape and form, and they've uh, jumped on teams and they've finished teams off. I mean, their margin of victory has been incredible. Uh, they just play, they're playing with a ton of confidence. Those are things that are hard to teach. You got to go through it. And you got to live it. And so Uh, But they are playing with so much confidence right now and a lot of swagger, a lot of moxie, playing a lot of guys. They're a deep club. And so it's very difficult to key on any specific guys. They have so many weapons out there. They're an excellent passing team. Of course, their goal, you know, um, from what I've heard on telecast, is to shoot 43s a game. They put a lot of pressure on you. They look like the Lakers of the 80s. They're super unselfish. Um, They're playing very, very connected. So they put a lot of pressure on you. Um, They actually look a lot like the Warriors, and some of the stuff that they run is very much the Warriors stuff. And they get to the glass. They're really aggressive to the offensive boards, getting 41% of their missed shots. That's an insane number. I mean, that's just – and so, but when you shoot a lot of threes, long shots, long rebounds. And then defensively, super impressed. Their numbers are out of this world on both sides of the ball. Uh, They press a lot more than they typically have. So they throw the kitchen sink at you, right? They are playing so, so well. And that's not coaches speak. That's real talk. We like to run as well. I mean, we're scoring a high number. I think that feeds into how we're playing. Some of our offenses numbers are at a good clip as well. So it should be a heck of a college contest. Uh, Obviously, when you throw in the rivalry, I think you have two good teams um, going at it. And then you add the rivalry piece and uh, should be an exciting opportunity and exciting game tonight.
1: Looks like a sold-out building, so this should be a fun gym.
3: You know the spirit and the atmosphere, the pomp and circumstance, uh, for all these young men, for both the fan bases. I mean, to play in this kind of a an environment, it'll be thrilling, um, to say the least. And you got to be able to handle those outside influences. You know, you make a mistake, you got to get over it quick, right? You got to be able to move on to the next play. But uh, in so many ways, this is what college basketball and college athletics is all about.
1: Coach Smith, pleasure chatting with you. Thank you so much for the time. Appreciate you.
3: Thanks for having me on, Greg. All
1: right, that is Utah head coach Craig Smith. And folks, if you've had any cars on the injured reserve list, Doug Smith Kia has some promising new prospects on their lot in American Fork. To see the full scouting report, visit DougSmithKia.com. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show rolls on after this from Salt Lake City on the new skin. BYU Sports Network.
0: The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Here's Greg Brubell.
1: Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is BYU Radio on KBYU-FM HD2 Provo. You are listening to BYU Basketball on BYU Radio.
1: Moments away from BYU and Utah here at the Huntsman Center. You're taking on one of the tallest teams, if not the tallest team in the country. You're winning games without Fuseni Traore, but man alive, BYU's bigs have to play big against Utah tonight.
4: It's going to be a real challenge, and Khalifa will have to be a big body, and Noel Waterman, I think, on Carlson has to do a really nice job and stay out of foul trouble. One last thing. How about BYU fans? Unbelievable representation here. BYU fans always surprised me I shouldn't be surprised but they're the best in the country a lot of BYU blue here on the hill tip off of the
1: Cougars and Utes coming up after this on the new skin BYU Sports Network